Welcome, welcome, welcome to the uh, first episode of Podcast Heroes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am your host, uh, Avery Lewis, and today I have my brother, Alec Lewis. Hello. Um, do you want to give like a little introduction? Um, well, I was five, and then he was born, and that made us brothers, so that's who I am. And that's why I'm here. Wow, you sound like you really want to be here. <laughs> I am. I'm ecstatic to be here. I, I can't. I can't tell you how much I just love the show. I, you know, I've been. I've been writing in my the fan mail, and you finally got me into the show. You know, yeah. so first I really... time caller, long time listener. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, very glad to be here. Um, so, podcast heroes. We're going to talk about a couple of ideas and concepts. We. Uh, or I have come up with about some DC superheroes. Ooh. We do know. We do know. We DC. do know a lot. I don't. I wouldn't say we're experts. Everybody's an expert. Everybody's an expert. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say that I mean, you got into comic books at a really young age, and that got me into comic books at a really young age. Yeah. yeah. And with with movies, comic books, TV shows, animated TV shows, cartoons. I mean, we've really just been immersed immersed in it. Since yeah. We were, since we were I've kids. really grown to love it and uh I mean, no better way to show your love than having a podcast and talk about it, you know? Yeah, just put it on the internet for everybody else to critique it and tell yeah. us how we're wrong, right? Yeah. How how we're we're not doing our jobs correctly. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Wait, you're getting paid for this? You're getting paid for this? Wait, who's getting paid for this? I need I need some money. We need to talk to the manager, yeah. the producer, whoever. Where's your manager? Yeah, this is this is. I gotta call so, my agent. I have a couple bullet points I wanted to bring up, and we could just talk about it. We'll segue into other topics, and we'll just branch off. Um, the first one I wanted to talk about, speaking in DC superheroes, especially with like the big three, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yes, um, I would. I came up with some three concepts that I had were just. Just like how it would change their character and how would it change the whole dynamic of their origin and everything to do with them. But uh, my first one, I would love to talk about Wonder Woman. Okay. And what... Diana. Diana, Themyscira. (laughs) What do you think or how do you think her character arc would change if she was completely against men? Like most Amazonian... So if she stayed true to to the the Miskiran mm-hmm. belief, right? So Steve Trevor was was uh, well. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if she was raised and she didn't have the curiosity, I guess that she had when he landed mm-hmm. on uh, on the island of Themyscira, I think that she'd probably kill him, right? I mean, or or take him hostage and bring him to the the council of women. And, um, you know, that would be it. But so, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that her curiosity initially as a character, you know, that's why she left the island. That's why she was, mm-hmm. she was you know, banned, banished, you know, for, you know, dealing with men and then going into the world of men, yeah. right? You know, and her belief was that I need to help use my abilities, use what we've learned here. Like, yeah. You know, we don't need to just shelter and hermit ourselves on the island, we need to go out and we need to, you know, help humanity. Humanity's worth saving. See, that's interesting. Would that 
ultimately she it would cause her not even to leave the island in yeah. the first place. So she would probably never leave. No, I don't think so. So she would stay there. And but in what scenario do you think she would leave the island? Especially maybe she wants to wipe all of mankind. Well, I mean, not mankind, but men. Man. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like you got you got to think that like Themysciris, they're very, like the Amazonian like code, right? It's like n- no outside contact, yeah. right? So they're gonna stay on the island. They're not gonna go reach out. They're not gonna go out and, um, you know, visit or interact with anybody outside the island for any reason. Um, but you know that I guess if you're bringing up a scenario in which she would leave the island, you know, if you go back to I don't know, maybe you know, maybe she comes to terms with her origins herself, right? Who she is the daughter of yeah. and you know, her own destiny as a, you know, a, a god or a goddess, right? And then you got to think that, you know, after that, you know, I I don't want to think that she would become, you know, power hungry and want to, you know, take over the world. I don't think that. I think well, do you think that with that hatred towards men and just the hate building up, that would lead her down a path of, like... Well, I mean, I don't think it's hatred for men. I think that it's... I think that it's... Amazonians believed that men were the cause of all problems, mm-hmm. right? So I think that that could be it. I think that... The for solution. Her, for her... For, for, yeah. for Diana to leave in this scenario... I think that something were to would have to go on so badly, right? Like I don't know, you know, like a world war. Well, yeah, true, yeah. obviously, but I'm, I would have to think that it would have to be some kind of, you know, like the Nazi regime winning and taking over, taking over the world. That for her to come out and be like, I gotta, I gotta, we have to go, like you know, just go out and you know, cut the the head off the well, snake in the problem that is men, yeah, right. Do you think she would be on the side of Ares in that case scenario? Oh, I don't know. Ares, Ares, fu- f- f- like is fueled by war. Is fueled by conflict. He's fueled by rage. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's just he, that's you know like you know, multiple humans. other gods in you know in this kind of universal understanding is that they feed off of the emotions and the prayers and the beliefs of the human beings, right? And so. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Ares is born out of this war, right? You know, and, yeah. and he feeds off of war. And so, um, you know, it probably, it would get, yeah, I could see, I could see, I, I couldn't see her siding with Ares. I, I could see him manipulating her yeah. into being like, you got to go to war, you got to end all men, right? Yeah. You know, um, but I think obviously there would become, there would come a time where, you know, because Diana's ultimate goal would still be, like her as a core character, even putting her in a situation where she isn't curious and isn't about, you know, saving the world with all peoples, mm-hmm. you know, men and women. I think that she would, she's still fighting for peace, right? The ultimate goal of even if it's, you know, against men, it's universal peace with all women. Yeah. Right. And so that is going to be in direct conflict with what Ares wants. He wants yeah. continued war all the time. You know? So you'd definitely be, have to be some manipulation in it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. you'd have to manipulate her into creating a long, long-term war. Yeah, for his I mean, benefit. But I mean, but, at the same time, it would be a long war regardless. Yeah, true. Right. I mean, she's true. she's going up against the rest of Earth, right? Yeah. Now, are it's we also hard, talking? It's a hard battle to win. <laughs> are we also talking about you know 
Diana, in this situation, is Diana the only character that's changed? Is everybody else in the DC universe still in the universe? Or is it? are we just saying, hey, Diana's well, there, and that's the only... You brought up a really interesting point about if the Nazi regime had won, and I talked to this previously with you about if Steve Trevor, when he came... Was a like, Nazi? Yeah, yeah, if he was in the movie, and he came and was actually a Nazi spy. Yeah. And that would hold... that, And she, I guess, would... If in this scenario, if she were to side with Steve Trevor, even though she, Nazi, I mean, she, why did she, why did she side with Steve Trevor? Maybe, maybe she fell in love with him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fall yeah. in love with a man, right? Everything, it's against her nature in this. scenario. So in this scenario, yeah, it's completely against it. So in that scenario, in the scenario we're talking right now, even if he was a Nazi, it wouldn't change her. What would be, what I would like to see, I guess, in, in this scenario, like you say, if it was adapted into a graphic novel or you know any Which, kind of rendition of this, right? Mm-hmm. I would like to see. Like say Steve Trevor's Trevor's a Nazi, and say Diana is you know against men and she's hell bent on staying in Themyscira, right? Mm-hmm. I would like to see the situation where Steve Trevor's plane goes down and washes up onto the shores of Themyscira, and Diana finds him, takes him to like you know the the council, pulls him prisoner, and then he somehow gets away. Right, goes back to Berlin, notifies Berlin, noti- notifies yeah. high command. And then they just all bring bring all hell to Themyscira. Well, they get their ass whooped. Duh. Then they get whooped. Dude, the Amazonians are riding horses and shooting arrows, but but they, still, yeah, they yeah. would hand to hand combat. Just get out of here. When it, I mean, the, get out of here. Such a, that's such a difficult topic because would even if Steve Trevor brought that back to Berlin, we're not, we're talking about like the Nazi regime now, but like if Steve Trevor were to get back to Berlin. Would that even change the course of the war? Would the regime put a lot of effort into going to Themyscira? Well, I mean, that's are we I'm... bringing in real history here? Because no, no, don't. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm you just can. saying. Well, I'm if just saying, want. like you know, it is known fact that Hitler was, you know, obsessed with the paranormal and True. the occult. You know, so Steve Trevor flies back over and he talks to Hitler and he's like, he's like, we have some real ass occult. Shit going on, yeah. In this little island that nobody's seen, heard of. There's mm-hmm. like you know uh, some kind of magical fabric of time void mm-hmm. thing preventing the world to getting in. Uh, Hitler would jump at the opportunity. Are you kidding me? Like uh, I don't. I mean, that's I crazier than I don't shit. personally know Hitler. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, from whatever. From yeah, from whatever. The guy was crazy. Yeah, well, and yeah. he was <laughs> and. I, you, I don't know. You're telling me that the guy wouldn't, you know, be like, okay, there's magic on this island. No, I'm going to go like, take I it to I feel like anyone would. I feel yeah. like anyone would. Especially yeah. if you talk about the fact that these people are island all women and they're super powerful. I mean... Yeah, but, you know... But would that... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a decent amount of humankind that, you know... I know personally, for me, and I know we've talked about this, and this is a tangent, but, like... You know, we've seen movies and things like that where it's like, just like horror movies, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, look at this crazy cabin. Let's yeah. go inside. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. no, let's go back the to the reason, highway yeah. and let's run. And, you know, like, so it's like somebody comes and bangs on your door. It's like, Avery, like, there's this island full of magical, crazy, powerful women want to go. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave that one there. I don't know. I'm going to leave that one there. Pins knocking at my door. You know? Who would you say yes to? 
I mean, I'm still talking about it in this universe. These women, they, I got an island full of really powerful, <laughs> hateful, they hate men. They hate let's, you. Let's get over there. Do you want to go see them? Let's go get over there. And you look down and you're like, I'm a man. You're like, that is who I am. That's what I am. That's, I see myself as a man. I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> I'm going to sit this one out. How about you go, reconnaissance, come back, let me know how it oh, was. Oh, I'm telling They're all of back. the women that I know, I'm like, God, go guys, over guys, there. We gotta, gotta Can go. I go with you? And you'd be like... No, bring a video he's a, he's camera. Cool. Yeah. Tell me, bring it. We'll I'll pop popcorn. <laughs> we'll watch yeah. this, and it's gonna be. Great. I don't care if it's twenty six hours. I'll watch every minute. Bring a GoPro. Yeah, and then like detailed notes of their powers, culture. And, yeah, we'll write a book on them. Now I want to go to Themyscira. I mean, We're, we jumped way off the tangent, but that's what these podcasts are for. That's why we do. That's this. what this is. Um... But yeah, jumping back on track. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, no, it would change a lot. Of course, of course, it would change. It would change. It would change the whole dynamic of her character. You know, and, and, and but think about it. Think about. It. But the, I mean, we're also changing the one quality about her that is different from the rest of the Amazonians. Yeah, yeah. It's but think about this. Thing. Think about this. That I feel like in this, it would change the dynamic of her villains just as much as her. Absolutely. I think some villains would probably. Become allies. Yeah, sense. like Cheetah. Yeah, she recruit her. She's like, yeah. dude, you don't have to, like, live in this crazy stuff anymore. Come to this island, and we'll be homies. We'll be good. You know. Yeah. I mean, but then you got your other, yeah, the other side, like Cersei, right? The the enchantress. Yeah. Witch. She's evil. Right. There's no stopping that. Yeah, and so, but that's their own little thing. So I think yeah. that it would that's, be that's a that's home. Problems. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Problems in the house. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I think that it would definitely change Nemesis stuff. Nemesis. 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 <laughs> it's like cacti. No, but this I get. Travis <laughs> <laughs> Scott, say what's up. <laughs> I get. I get the sense that if that was the one quality you changed about her. The one thing, it would completely alter her character. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. She would yes. never leave the island. I don't think she would. And there, and therefore, she'd probably never be part of Justice League. However, well, does the Justice League even exist? Not yet. In this, in this, if we're speaking in the sense of like movie Wonder Woman, okay. World War Two. So we're talking. Okay. It's it's she is the only. But that's what my question right originally before was: is that are we saying that? Like, do these characters, in this one thing, we're only changing this one quality about Wonder Woman, do any of the other characters in the DC Universe exist? Because there were characters back in 1945 that existed, right? We could could dissect it and talk about individual characters. I mean, go back to the old Justice League. Dr. Fates existed since the beginning of time, right? Dr. Fates a cool one. That might have to become coming up in the next episode because Dr. Fate is a... Well, that's just a different bag of worms, man. That's a a whole bag of worms. Fate is an absolute trip. It's a trap. Don't put it on. (laughs) I don't think it would. Uh, I don't think I have a question that I have to know so badly. That I gotta know. I gotta put that helmet on. I mean, you put it on, you you're not yourself. Dude, you are legitimately going to go insane. Yeah, that is a. But you definite. also you lose yourself because you're taken over. But that's what I'm. Yeah, you're you lose your consciousness, and then when it comes off, you're like, Jesus, what year is it? You know. No, I mean, I don't know. If it was life or death, and I had to put that thing on to save okay, the people okay, I love, okay, 
That's okay. a that's a scenario. Okay. <laughs> Dark side comes into the world. Yeah, right it's now. like it's me or him. And right I now, have the doctor right now, helmet. He's like, oh, I'm gonna take over the world. Blah, blah, blah. And there's the, the helmet right here, and I'm like, yep, peace. I'm gonna yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so let's get back on track with we can do you wanna do a new topic? Because there's multiple topics. I mean, we yeah, talk about. I mean we'll, we'll, I got a couple. Okay, okay. I mean, like I, th- I guess the last thing that we talked about was bringing in and when we why we got to Dr. Fate was, you know, like other Justice League members being in the universe while yeah. you change one characteristic of one character to the other ones still mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. Because if the other ones exist and still stay true to their character base and only one thing changes about Wonder Woman, I mean, then you're gonna have a battle of, you know, gods on your hand later. Truly. You know, and that's what I really do love about the DC universe and with their animation department and their animated movies and television shows, they stick with the what if scenarios. Yeah. You got you got monsters, what is it, gods and monsters gods is one and of monsters, them. Monsters, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. They truly do love branching off and trying new things. And especially with their comic books. Their comic books do I mean Marvel does the same thing. Well, with comic I don't books. know. Man. I mean like if you, yes, you have so many different writers, so many different authors, so many different storytellers that you're going to have different branches of the same story or alterations of the same story and things like that. I mean, like, I mean, you, I mean, you know, obviously we're going to get to my guy, you know, <laughs> sooner or later in this and my obsession since I was, you know, three years old. Um, but you, you saw it in, um, you know, Red's. What was it? Uh, Red Sun. Red Sun. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is great. Which if you is, have yeah, audience, if you have not read Red Sun or even watched, honestly, the comic book is just as good as the animated show. And uh, is, the graphic novel is unreal. I mean, it's unreal. yeah. I would say I would and say the animation. Better. I mean, it, I loved it. Keeps it. Up. it well, yeah, keeps I loved it. And then I, I watched the animation. and I was like, yeah, you know, they did it. They, they, did, they it, did it. But reading it was oh, like this is yeah amazing, un- unbelievable. Yeah, Red Sun for my audience members is about if Superman instead of landing in Kansas he lands in Soviet Russia yes and, and how that changes him from being he becomes an absolute like icon for communism yeah and um, alters the whole Cold War yeah well the Cold they win yeah <laughs> and then, well we don't want to spoil everything you guys should well that's the beginning I mean like, look, okay look yeah if <laughs> Superman lands in Soviet Russia you don't think that that the Soviets are going to use them to win, the win the war. Come on, I mean, of course I wouldn't. I would. Yeah. Um, but, but we but we diverge. I mean, we can get to Superman next, or we can we can hit him later. I mean, um, I love the topic of Wonder Woman, how like changing her in that sense. But I would love to get to my next point. And that is Batman. Ooh, Bruce Wayne, the Dark Knight. Batman is my favorite. Obviously, I love him. I loved him before the movies came out. For the trilogy. I mean, you can't not love Batman. I mean, he's a human that keeps up with all these literally, literally gods. That yeah. keeps up with gods. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and, and he's and the those out there, those out there that are listening, that are like, well, Green Arrow. Hey, look, Oliver Queen's, he's bad. He's the man. He's we, the man. We get that. We get that. But like, he's no Bruce Wayne. He's know? not Batman. No. No. Ever will. Never will be. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if I was a criminal and I saw a guy dressed as the green, like, Robin Hood shooting arrows at me it terrified me yeah i see a bat no it would not terrify me I, it'd scare me a little no, bit i'd be like oh no it's the green arrow you're lying are you kidding me you're lying 
you are out. Okay, you know what? I'm stealing a car. You know, I'm stealing a car. And, and this guy's arrow. like, hold, criminal. <laughs> in a hood with a bow and arrow. I'm like, you probably I'm still Jimmy in that car door open. You are in Gotham City and you're stealing a car. No, no, no. You, you know, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crack that car. You're cracking that car open. You see a dark, ominous figure dressed as a bat monster that's like, doesn't he, he didn't even warn you. He doesn't even say stop criminal. He no, just he flies in and beats, beats the shit out of you. your life. Yeah, I'd shit my pants. Oh my god. I'd and poop myself. You know what? You don't even have to show me Batman. I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm a person in Gotham City. I, mean, I know what goes on yeah. at night. I see that I signal, see signal. And I'm like, tonight is not the night. You know what, guys? I got a bad cough. Yeah. I got a, I, you know what? I really I got the vid. <laughs> I really am. My It's my dog's birthday. Yeah. And I can't go out and do criminal stuff tonight. And honestly, I don't think I can hang out with you guys anymore. <laughs> because you guys are You guys idiots. are a bad crowd. <laughs> you guys are idiots. But I mean, look. Look, you're in Gotham. Batman's out there beating people within an inch of their life. I, gruesome, gruesome, gruesome beatings. Breaking people's limbs. I mean, snapping necks, but not killing. Not killing in a just, certain way because he like, knows, he knows. You're like, a paraplegic is, now. What like, is it? He knows like, oh, I, I remember this. He knows a certain, like a number of different fighting techniques. And it's like, I think in the hundreds. Well, I mean, look, you're getting into different renditions of Bruce Wayne. I mean, there's, there's, there's renditions of Bruce Wayne that, that like bench presses... 800 pounds, you know, but you know, I, yeah, but like you, you got to going back to this, you got to understand that if you are a criminal in Gotham City, right, you know what's going on in Gotham and the crime, and you know that there's a guy out there beating people almost to death. And you're if you're out at night, you're not just a run in the mill criminal, you are you were definitely tied to some kind of criminal organization or gang or getting paid. A tremendous amount of money to be out there because I mean look all the people that are still out there doing stuff are paid by Falcone or Black Mask or they're a part of the uh, uh, you know of Joker's gang or they're 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 uh, getting paid off by Two-Face or the Penguin yeah so you're running with a gang that is that, that is legitimately saying hey don't worry about the bat you, we we could we could do it yeah. we could do we could rob this bank that is always the famous last words of I'm not scared of the Batman. <laughs> well, first of all, I mean, like, talk about, like, if, listeners, if you feel, like, underappreciated or very uh, small in your job, like, you don't matter, Jim Gordon has his do- job done for him. I mean, you do, you, you sip your coffee. You clean it up. You clean up his mess. No, you sip your coffee and you turn on a light. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, criminal's afoot. Another day at work. Yeah. Just flip. All right, I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna go that, take a shit. I'll see you guys in 20 decaf. minutes. Yeah. Got to stay up tonight. Yeah. To fill house with paperwork. And then you're like, you're like, the only reason you're a commissioner is because, because some psychopath out there beating people up, you're the only person he talks to. You're the only person. He's like, Jim. I almost killed someone tonight, but I didn't. And he's like, oh, well. It was this close. You know what? You're pretty, you're pretty, oh, you're gone. Okay, well. <laughs> And just like am that. I, am I crazy? I don't, you know. Like. But the thing that makes Batman Batman is not only his past, not only the death of his parents, but his psychological wh- trauma. Trauma. And but what truly makes him Batman. Oh, I don't want to say truly. I know where you're going with this. I don't want to say truly. It's not Batman. truly, but I would say what has helped him 
have the materials and absolutely his finances, his money. He's Wayne, a billionaire. Wayne, yeah, Wayne he Enterprises. Is, he can hide all of his toys. Exactly. Now, here is my question. Okay. What if Batman was poor? What if Batman didn't have his resources that he does? Okay. How would that change his character arc? <sighs> There's a lot of ways you can go with this. Well, really, truly. So, his parents, he's, he's not a billionaire, right? So, he's not inheriting, so let's he's, say, he's not inheriting money. Well, let's right? just, yeah, let's just say his everything still happens. But his parents did this for his birthday, saved up money for weeks to go to the opera. All right. First of all, if you're a parent out there saving up money for your don't like, take your kids to the like opera, take them like the arcade or something, or a theme park, theme park, Six Flags, or yeah. <laughs> I mean Six Flags. But let's just say, let's just say, give he, us three tickets. He, he, it's the opera, or it doesn't even have to be the opera. It can be something else. But ultimately, the ending is his parents get killed. Yes. How would he be changed? Like, what would his story be like? Because he didn't have, he doesn't have Alfred. Who, who, may I say, saves is him. saves him, yeah. saves it, saves him. Well, really and truly, I believe. I mean, look, because Jim Gordon finds him a young Bruce Wayne in the alley, yeah. um, and Just you put know, a coat on him and, tell me and you know, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, <laughs> and he, uh, you know, takes him in. He's like, oh, you know, we gotta, we gotta take care of this kid because he's, uh, you know, the son of these billionaires. I mean, look, if you're the, if really and truly. This some is, some, I, some child whose parents are, I guess, you know, working class or lower in your scenario, whose parents get murdered in an alley. Nobody's, you know, nobody like, bats an eye. No, no. So so it would pro. He would honestly, he would probably be somewhat like, um, you know, like one of the Robins at that point. I mean, he's not going to be Dick Grayson because, you know, Dick Grayson's family was killed by Two-Face, but he's going to definitely be like Jason Todd. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, there's one quote. He's a street kid and he's like, the Joker tells Batman, you're one bad day. Oh, yeah. From being me. Becoming yeah, me. Absolutely. And I think that this scenario, he's poor, he doesn't have the resources, he's 100% going to kill people. Absolutely. He's not... He's no, not going to bat. Without him. a doubt, he is. But murdered. do you think? Do you think he'd still have the training that he does? You think he'd well, still see, make look, it all the way to the League of Assassins? And if he did make it to the League of Assassins, he would full on embrace their culture. Be, he would become the greatest assassin. No, he would become the heir. Right. To, yes. So, oh my, that's great. So he, if in this scenario, he gathers Mary his, Talia. He still Talia, have Damien. Still have Damien, but. He'd no longer be bad. But you gotta think. But you gotta think. From everything we know about Bruce Wayne, he is hyper intelligent. Genius. Right? Genius level. So, I mean, like, yeah, he's like, you know, an impoverished kid. And, um, and, you know, he's somehow, I can see him where he, like, you know, honestly, because in some renditions of the story, he, you know, Ra's al Ghul has known the prophecy foretold of his heir yes, apparent. Of his, of right? So he Bruce knows Wayne's of coming, Bruce yeah. Wayne for years and years mm-hmm. and years and years and years. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know. I think he's if he's, he's still an impoverished kid and his parents die, I think Ra's al Ghul finds him then. See, takes him in and he is absolutely... He will be Gotham's downfall. That like, would be for sure. an amazing rendition of his character. To show that, show him as a poor kid... It could even be the person that kills him is the League of Assassins. 
No. You I can't, mean, I mean, they're, they're not important. Look, so, yeah, look, I'd see that not happening. You give but, Batman the ability to kill. Nobody. No one. Survives. Ra's al Ghul does not survive. No. Deathstroke, gone. Joker, gone. gone. Penguin, gone. gone. Two-Face, gone. Clayface, gone. Gotham would be the cleanest city in the world. Yeah. <laughs> no villains. No one. That signal up in the air would terrify not only criminals. Terrify everyone. No. He's taking over the world. Legitimately. We had this conversation about Diana never leaving the island. Bruce Wayne has the ability to kill. World takes over the yeah. world. Absolutely. And, Without and then, even speaking of that, with the Batman versus Superman, in hindsight, Superman could kill him easily. Yeah. But you give Batman preparation, you give him time to prepare, and if he's killing him, I hate to say it, and please... Listeners, <laughs> don't be angry with what I'm about to say, but I think you'd kill him. I think you'd kill him. I think, first of all, that's a rational mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. You know where my stance is on this. I know. You're full on Superman. If Superman wanted to, but Superman doesn't kill. Let's say let's say he still has that mentality. Yeah, but you're okay, okay, he still has that mentality. I mean like He's breaking his bones. <laughs> no, I mean like look, I don't know. I in, in in certain renditions of it, Superman has euthanized Doomsday, you know? Like, he's... he's When he when Superman becomes... When he breaks that code that Dude, he does not kill, he is the most moments powerful where person su- in the world. Superman has, has uh, removed tumors out of villains' mm-hmm. heads by using the correct light like, refraction like a through scalpel. a cornea. That's in, a, that's in a DC animated movie. He... Destroys a person. Superman versus the Fabulous Five, or, or something, the, something like that. We got it's got that British guy that is telekinesis. He has telekinetic powers, powers, and he literally uses a his laser vision, vision. heat vision, to as a scalpel and removes the part of his brain that allows him to use telekinesis. It's one of the. It's I think that is one of the coolest depictions of Superman and showing how powerful he was. Yeah, but there's also All Star Superman. There's comic books. Well, I love All Star Superman. All Star Superman readers, read it. You're yeah, love it. You're gonna get a lot of uh, like <laughs> recommendations. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we'll get to Superman. I, I know I keep That's, I keep teasing keep this because it's your favorite. I know obviously we're gonna, we're gonna get to him. But don't worry. but you know, but Batman, I I can't. You know, it it's like obviously like Superman's my guy, and it's what got me into comic books in the first place. But Batman is an astoundingly close second, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, he's my number one, obviously. But obviously. if you think about it, Superman has a weakness, Kryptonite. Yeah. That's his weakness. Batman's weakness is that he's human. He is a human being, and he's he's mortal. Yeah, that's his weakness. That is his weakness. Well, you said you take away his his poverty, but I, you know, his, his riches. Yeah, I take away. His or, yes, yes. He's he's he he's he's impoverished, and he's not a billionaire, but. If he, if you follow what I was saying about the League of Assassins and Ra's al Ghul he's, finding him, he's going to be funded by the League of Assassins. But also, if if he does that, he's going into uh, the Lazarus Pit. He's getting immortality. Immortality, yeah. So that that takes away his weakness. Yeah. So he is truly a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. I mean, he already is. But at I this mean, point, Dark Side even said, "You're the you're the only human being that could dodge my Omega Beam." Well, yeah, that, that. he did say that, but he was like, "You're the only human being that that I actually." Like, bothered myself with. Yeah, you know, like he's the only human being that that literal otherworldly gods are afraid of. Yeah, right. So because he's 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 not afraid to take a risk. 
take a risk. Uh, it's an understatement of all time. Yeah, very, big understatement me? there. I mean, like, do you have any times that he has been poisoned and brought to the brink of death and wills himself to survive long enough so that his ex-British special ops caretaker can stitch him up? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's oh, not, there's not enough gauze and... All of us need an <laughs> Alfred in our lives. Dude, that's... The truth. The truth. He uh, is. He is truly the best thing that happened to to Batman, to Bruce. He. He's the only. I, I'd say the only good thing, other than the multitude of absolutely gorgeous, confident women that just, just flocked to him. Flocked to him. Yeah. And he's just like, I have a job to do. <laughs> like I can't love you. I can't love you. Gotham needs me. <laughs> I can't love you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but as for tonight, you know, Alfred. The 64 Shadoos. Bring up two glasses. Yeah. Yeah. But taking away his riches, the only thing I really see changing about that is, well, you can also argue that, okay, what if he doesn't find the League of Assassins? What if he just becomes this? Moving from Street urchin murderer? Basically. What if he becomes a Joker? I don't think he'd become a Joker. You don't? I think I think Look, the, jo- the Joker obviously had one bad day and started going on the psychopathic rampage and stuff like that. And but he also had the addition of the acne chemicals that infused yeah. into his mm-hmm. DNA that made him go absolutely bonkers. That's he's a sociopath. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I so I do I think that Batman. He wouldn't be Batman. He'd probably he wouldn't be, be Batman. He'd probably be like... The, he wouldn't have his fear of bats either. The Gotham Strangler or something like he'd that. He'd literally be a serial killer. Yeah. But that's such a cool rendition to go on because... Then you can I mean, have... I still think he'd fight crime though. I don't think he'd be going out there killing... Yeah. His, I think his parents be... were murdered mm-hmm. by a criminal, right? He'd be killing criminals. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be, be a, a vigilante still. He'd be Jason Todd. He would be the Red Hood. Yeah, but... I mean, yeah, I could see him taking over the Red Hood... Mantle? Not he, well. In this scenario, Red Hood does, doesn't even exist. Oh, Robins why? don't exist. No, the Robins. Red, Red Hood existed before Jason Todd. Red Hood was the leader of is the Red Hood gang. Oh right? yes, he wore, right, he wore right, the Red right. Dome. Yeah. and he was a well, criminal. Well, in this underboss. well, that's, that's the thing is the Robins don't exist, or maybe they do exist. Maybe Batman is gathering these street kids. Which are what? Who the Robins are? Their their parents are killed. Dick Grayson's both his parents are killed. His whole family was killed by Two Face. Yeah, Flying Grayson's Tim Flying Drake. Grayson's Tim Drake. All he t- takes in orphans. That so what if like that was what he did? But he was a call them the orphans. The the orphans. Wow, that's great. Living under the orphanage. DC, you got to pay us for this. <laughs> that's crazy. If just to think. How money could easily change his character. But see, I don't know. You know, this is bringing in a... Because money does not make him who he is. It's true. But with that money became came a lot of assets. Came Alfred. Well, you gotta Alfred think. was when, there. Bruce, regular Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Whose parent, he's a billionaire, right? When he goes and gets trained by Ra's al Ghul in the League of Shadows. Mm-hmm. He, his memory of his father, right? And his father's teachings. Uh, you know, he doesn't kill... Because of that, because of that humanity, the, mm-hmm. the memory of his parents, yeah. that he doesn't cross that line, you know. I but I also don't think that he would use guns. I see, you know, if his parents were killed by a gunman, he still wouldn't use guns, you know. So, 
Um, so I, I don't know. I think that, you know, maybe he, he doesn't kill. Maybe that he still has that hard line. Yeah. Will he have access to all of these extremely expensive gadgets? No. Will he be able to make it from saving, you know, uh, a school bus of children that the Joker has and then also stop a massive bomb of, you know, fear toxin that Scarecrow's releasing across the city within 30 seconds because of his Batwing? No. Yeah. But there's going to be That's... some losses, you know? <laughs> You're, we're going to lose like, people. They're like, oh, the city blew up with fear toxin. And he's like, well, I got these kids <laughs> out of the bus. Can't be in two places at once. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was a kid once. Get that guy from Metropolis. <laughs> yeah, for real. You're right. Mm-hmm. Or the guy from Star City. <laughs> he can literally be there. He's like, what's up? I'm in a flat. Oh, a second too late. <laughs> oh, oh. Damn it. If only I was faster. <laughs> Next time. Next time. On The Flash. Yeah. If only I was faster. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go mess up the time continuum again. I'm going to go back in time so I'm here. You know, a second yeah. earlier, and I'm just gonna cyclone toxin away. Flash, but paradox talks over like, damn it! Batman's Batman's parents survive. He's like, yeah. And he's like, wait, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I gotta go back in time again. <laughs> I, I, it's no. a timeline, you know. Bruce Wayne's uh, like, no. <laughs> Shoots him. Yeah, you're dead now. Sorry. Um, into the flash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so but, yeah, no, but I, I do, I, but I, you know what? I don't think it changes his villains. I mean, I think the Joker would get ultimately bored and pull some city-ending massive murder yeah, suicide well, thing. The Joker, because that he, he loves bat, he, he loves keeps him, him going. He, 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 his mission in life, the Joker, is to continue the game. Continue the game. It's a big game, and especially with this joke, he's a big joke, <laughs> and. Especially with this idea that he doesn't have his assets, doesn't have Alfred, which is, that's, I think, is really big, is key. Kept him sane, almost. Gave him, in like, a, a lightning rod yeah, for his anger. Yeah, Alfred does absolutely, because, you know, Alfred reminds him... His values. Yeah. Yeah. So Remind if he doesn't have Alfred, then I, de- yeah. That's, he would lose himself. Yeah, he, would fall, sure. he would fall into the void. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, void. Um, that brings, the question is... You think he would still fight? I think he'd still... I agree with you. I think he still would fight criminals. Yeah. But I think he'd kill them. I think he would... You yeah. are a criminal, you die. Yeah. And then there's the whole idea of Jim Gordon now... Hunting him. Hunting him. Yeah. Well, I mean... They did for many, a brief moment. Many times. Yeah, Jim many Gordon times, yes. But then it eventually becomes the Batman. But it's all Jim Gordon like, it's all a ruse, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fake hunt you for, you know... The big wigs in, yeah. in city council that, to keep my job. That would make but would, you were would that make him corrupt, Batman? What would he be corrupted from that? From he no money, no wealth. Parents said no Alfred. Would corrupted that's corrupted such... in the sense that his his humanity is corrupted. Not in the sense that oh he's crooked, he's crook, crooked cop, but like in the sense that he is no longer human. Well, I believe I think that I honestly think that. He would probably have a very big um, problem with authority because he would be yeah. like, you know, the GCPD couldn't save my parents, yeah. right? And the system has failed me, right? Because mm-hmm. I couldn't get out of this situation. And so, um, you know, I could see him also going, you know, he's taking everybody out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm taking criminals out, I'm taking crooked cops out. 
the cops don't matter. You know, the politicians are, are corrupted. I mean, he's just taking... So there's no one safe. Really? Absolutely not. No. Politicians, and he's killing the, everyone. And off the rails, Batman, there is no one safe. I would love to see that. Well, I mean, you got to kind of see... Again, I don't want to ruin anything in Red Sun. Or, uh, you you know. see that kind of in Red Sun, but, yeah. but we're not going to spoil anything for our audience. Yeah. Read it. You're going to love it. Or <laughs> watch it. Or you don't watch even have it. to read it. Just watch it's it. It's great entertainment. You get the gist. Mm. That's so... I would love to see that. I would love to see Batman as, you know, uh, uh, kill people. And just to sh- And that's the thing is, if he did kill people, he's unstoppable. That is truly what holds him back. And a lot of... Even Ra's al Ghul says that. That is your greatest, like... Yeah, weakness. Weakness is that you you have a code. Everybody says that about Everyone. How do you, how he do you break think, that code? How do you he think has Penguin and Freeze and Two Face get away? Hostages. They're literally beaten to a bloody pulp, and Penguin's like, "Ah, oh, well, catch me or save the girl." Yeah, <laughs> or, you know, like, or it's like, "Throw me in Arkham, I'll escape." Yeah, that's talk about the all-time revolving door of psychopaths. He, I, to me, it almost seems like Batman kind of likes it. Well. He loves that. He he's like, oh, Two Face is back again. Well, something that I do love about the Joker's back again. Arkham games is that Batman has a cave, a separate cave under Arkham mm-hmm. Asylum. Yeah, it's like that's yeah, that's true. You know, and so like yeah, if you, dude, audience, like, if you haven't played the Arkham games, masterpiece. Well, first of all, if you're listening to this, you obviously have some kind of interest in superheroes. And uh, so you probably know what we're talking about. I, I hope so. And if not, they're probably and if now not, you have something to do. Welcome to the show. <laughs> You're about to lose multiple hours of your life <laughs> reading, watching, playing. You're about to be immersed. So you know, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly don't understand why Bruce Wayne hasn't like completely given, you know, a billion dollars. To Arkham Asylum to just make, make it, it into right? an absolute fortress that is, un, you know, that and cannot be yeah. escaped from. It's, you know, that also has puzzled me. Yeah, <laughs> you have this billionaire and you have, you're putting, who is Batman, who yeah. is the guy that's putting these criminals in this prison. And you're not trying to fortify this thing so you can take a day off. Well, look, I know what people out there that are critics are going to say. Like, well, oh, well, if Bruce Wayne, playboy, philanthropist, you know, does this, then people are going to be like, oh, why is this? No, dude. That's a perfect escape from uh, to be Bruce Wayne. Like, Bruce Wayne would do something like that. Yeah. You know, all he has to do is be like, I don't know. I was in, you know, Hawaii or the or Fiji with the... the so many you know, cop-outs. World volleyball champions of Sweden. And, you know, I thought, had a thought. Like, <laughs> came to my noggin. <laughs> let's keep these crazy psychopaths in here for once. So I'm going to make this place into, like, an absolute fortress. You know, but here's the thing. No matter, no matter how much money you put into that, they'll find a way out. They're yeah, going to find okay. a way out. The human being that is the Joker is going to find a way out. No. Yeah. You think not? No. Two-Face? No. Penguin? No. no. Clayface? Probably. Maybe. But Depending. You, know, put, you, got a billi- but you got a billion dollars. You're going to put them under cryogenic sleep. Put them in a wooden barrel. <laughs> put them in a wooden barrel in a dark room. <laughs> you know? Like, pfft. Dr. Freeze. Put them in a... 
mild temperature room. Yeah, he's 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 not going anywhere. Look, old Batman movies. The, the Bat, Batman and Robin with George Clooney and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as the as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> classic. Cult film. classic. Not saying it's a good movie. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Yeah, chill. <laughs> chill. Chill. Uh, so many good But the, in Arkham, Robinson. they have that pillar of frozen temperature. And when he leaves it, he's like, <gasps> yeah, he's easy to stop. Absolutely. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy is very, very anti-hero. First of all, Poison Ivy. So is Harley Quinn. Very is absolutely a powerhouse that has not been given the proper training. Like, I guess I don't want to say training. Exposure. Yeah, true. Right, like, dude, she is more powerful than half of the villains that Bat- Batman fights. You know, the Joker is just crazy enough to put, you know, bombs in fake teeth. And give them to babies <laughs> and send them around the uh, the city because that's the Joker. I'm a crazy. I'm right? crazy. I'm cuckoo. <laughs> yeah, Poison Ivy is like I literally control plants. Yeah, I can control. And if I kiss you, you die. I can control you as well and kill you. Rubber lips are immune to your charms. <laughs> <laughs> that's another uh, Batman Robin one. If you need to watch that, um, you know George Clooney said that that his biggest regret in all of the roles he plays playing Batman. In that movie. Yeah, well, you know, I thought he played a pretty kick-ass Bruce Wayne. I think he did a great job. At the same time, it's like... I wouldn't say great job. I mean, I think the writing was a little lacking. You say that now, but when you watch that movie, you can't help but laugh. Look, man, I was, a, classic, I was a kid, no. and it was a Batman movie. Yeah, you gotta love it. It was a little over the top. <laughs> a little over the top. A little over the top, absolutely. I have a lot over the top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like, you know, Tommy Lee Jones is... is Two face, yeah. You know that was a little over the top. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is the Riddler. Absolute perfect yeah. casting. By I the way, I think that was the best casting. For I Riddler. think. Well, I just I'm a big. Jim I Carrey love fan. Jim Carrey. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the, the man. man. You know. All right, now we're talking about. We're really tangenting. <laughs> we're really off breaking here. off tangent right now. Breaking off. Uh, okay. Now I think we should move into your, the final topic, which I know you're just itching to get at. Well, if they haven't been listening this far, they know that I was. Yeah. Um. You know. um the old boy in blue. The old last son of Krypton, Superman. Yes. Yeah. What do you want to know? Pick my brain. <laughs> um, first off, Superman is is the. I am not as big of Superman fan as you are. You know, I get that, and I understand why. Yes. And I understand why a lot of people don't like him because they make the same argument every time. He's just so overpowered. Yeah. He's like a god. <laughs> like, he, how can you even fathom him being a hero? Like, so? That's the point of this yeah. stuff. It's, it's you know, mystical and crazy and stuff. Mm. But when you really dive deeper into him as a character, it, it, he's the most human of the Justice League. And he's an alien. Yeah. You know, he has the he has the greatest values out of all. Well, I mean values, but like he legitimately, you know, preserves and values life. Yeah. Above everyone else. Well, I mean, else. he had his whole planet die. That's not it. I that think is not, that is that a is big not it. key. No. Really? What it is, is it then? Martha and Jonathan? True. They are the reason that he is like this. It was because of them yeah. that he is. He sees himself. As Clark Kent. I admit I was wrong. And that his real <laughs> alter ego 
is Kal-El, which is yeah. the opposite. His He is really Kal-El. Yeah. Right? And his alter ego is Clark Kent, which makes him so unique because everybody else has to don the outfit to become their alter ego, which is a superhero. And he but is his alter ego is Clark, Clark Kent. Kent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, when you really dive deep into him as a character and his storyline i mean it's be- it's beautiful i think that it's i think that it's an absolute perfect when when you think of a superhero you know i mean obviously you're going to say batman but like many times batman has showed that he is willing to sacrifice one for a million mm-hmm. and superman is not he, yeah. Superman is not willing to sacrifice one Anyone. life for a million lives. Diana, See, Wonder that's, Woman, that brings Green, up the... uh, Green Lantern, every other hero in the Justice League is willing to lose one person to save the masses except for Superman. You know, and that brings me to the question, I read it about it somewhere, you know the ethical question where it's like, there's a train track. Yeah. There is a group of 10 people that are tied to the rail of the train track and if you do nothing that train's going to kill them yeah. or you can press a lever that, that that will divert that train onto another track but yeah. there's one person on that track yeah. Batman would say oh I'll pull the lever that Absolutely. one person dies one will move as well and Superman goes well I'll just I'll just pick up the train Superman, <laughs> Superman I'm I'm just, stopping the train I'll, I just stop the train yeah and that's that's the crazy thing about him. That's he what makes him the such a... That he doesn't have to choose. And I read that as Batman, I'll just hit the switch. Superman, i just pick up the train. Yeah. I'll pick it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's so... And there's always the, the great quote from Spider-Man. I believe Uncle Ben said it. With great power comes great responsibility. You believe? Come on. I guess he said that. Of course. <laughs> that, that was the... That was a joke. <laughs> and... For him especially, I think, as you said, uh, his parents truly did, like, morph him into, like, a very, just, I'm trying to think of the word. Listen, he is, for all intents and purposes, a god. Yeah. Right? And they taught him not to show his powers. They taught him... How to be a human. Be reserved, basically. How to be a human. You know, treating people. Never... Here's the thing. And and this is a quote from Justice League, the animated series. Superman was fighting Darkseid, and he said it best. He said, I live in a world of cardboard. I was just thinking about that. Right? And I've always had to watch myself. Never to lose control for a second or people will die. Not right? let go. So people, you know, growing up mm-hmm. when he was bullied in in Smallville, right? He had to remain completely calm because it's not like, oh, I'm going to teach this bully a lesson. No, he would kill anyone with with seconds a, with a flick. And that's what I do love about Brightburn, the show, the movie. Yeah, well, which is basically Superman if he did kill people, and it is. Well, uh, the, guy, the, the kid in Brightburn is is he's a sociopath. Yeah, of you course. Know? Like so, he you know, yeah. I mean, like if Superman landed on Earth and was at, was you know crazy, <laughs> predisposed to to kill people, then yeah. yeah, of course you're gonna get that situation. But you know, yeah, I think that what makes Superman Superman is Martha and Jonathan True. is 
how he was raised. You know, because again, Red Sun, you see him in Soviet Russia, he's completely changed. Yeah. We keep coming back to Red Sun. I really hope our audience members have either seen it or plan on reading it slash watching it. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's, it's really good. good. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. So, okay, well, that's a good introduction to the character. Now I wanted to bring up the question, and I really like this one a lot. If Superman had landed... Not in Soviet Russia, not in Kansas, at time, but what if he had landed in America, North America, during, like, 1450? Native Americans still populated the, the North America. So he's, he's landing in what would be, let's say what would be Kansas at the time, mm-hmm. right? The Central Plains, before America was colonized. Mm-hmm. Or even, you don't, it doesn't have to be Central Plains. It could be like the Aztec Empire. The Inca Empire. It can be any of okay, yeah. the Native American tribes. Well, he... <laughs> they would worship him as a god. Well, he already is worshipped as no, a god. No. The movie shows that, but no, absolutely. No, no, no. In, in, he, in regular Superman, is worshipped as a god. I mean, I guess people who view him as hope. Uh, yeah. hope. Um, as is my symbol for hope. No. No. <laughs> S is the, the, the symbol for the House of L, by the way. Yeah. Any... It's my people's symbol for hope. <laughs> yeah, well. Anyway, they would absolutely worship him as a god, but here's the thing. They would, you know, if he crashed into a Native American village, he is a god to them because they all have their Outer own space. Cult- they all have their own cultural, you know, beliefs. Religious beliefs, yeah. The stars and mm-hmm. the gods living above and he is sent directly from the stars they would they would worship him. they would worship him but they would raise him as a god so, so he, he would, would have that mindset he as would well. view himself as a god and right? he, would, he doesn't have to answer he would to, kill to people 100% would kill and probably oh, yeah absolutely if you're a god you don't you no don't. he's taken over the world for sure oh in a heartbeat especially during that time america period. wouldn't be in america uh, wouldn't be america i mean he would stop well, the he would stop he would the, first off it would gather all of the Native American tribes. All of the Spanish Port- Portuguese conquest of Central America wouldn't happen. Nope. Um, that would be so interesting. Like, Christopher Columbus comes over, discover America, and Superman is floating. Yeah, um, and he's like, this is our land, turn around. And they're like, head back. Holy shit. Well, see, we're, we've talked about villains, right? And I could definitely see Lex Luthor as like a wealthy, you know, English or, you know, like. A well wealthy Spaniard, you know, yeah. chartering a, a a a boat to the New World, yeah. and I'm going to, you know, establish my land and establish a trade route and stuff like that, and and you know, Superman's just floating. Well, like not going to happen, bud. At the same time, it, the second Christopher Columbus or Hernan Cortez sees him and sees this being, this godlike being, flying. Or le- levitating, they probably worship him too. That's what I'm saying. And he would be, drop all that sh- so arms and worship him, and then that would eventually make it back to Europe, Europe, Europe. <laughs> no, he would just fly over in a second. But even well, here's the thing. Like, look. So are we talking about so so? Does he stay in the Americas? No, dude. He once he discovers his ability to fly, he's going to fly up to the atmosphere and say, "Holy shit!" There's a bunch of different land. And he's like, oh my god, I can hear every heartbeat on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of more people. I'm going to go find out what this is all about. And I'm going to come back. 
and you know, I tell think, I think he's gonna take take over and, and go find different technologies and bring it back, bring it back, and establish. Thinking. You know, the first of all, I mean, if he lands in North America at the right time, he's unifying unifying every tribe in North America. That's what I was saying. So he has the unification of all Native Americans in yeah, North America. Absolutely, absolutely, and that one, right there is a. One allied force against any kind of invader. Absolutely. Yeah. No no dice. So he... Wow. That is such a cool concept to think of because he's going to fly around. But you, you know, but here's the thing. You say he's going to kill, but depending on which tribe he is initially, you know, exposed to... Could, right? could alter that. Because some... Like, so let's keep the, keep the example in the Great Plains. Some tribes were were defined by their Pacifism. warriors and their and their their oh. warmongering, mm-hmm. right? And taking over other tribes yeah. and and stealing, you know, food, women, horses. Yeah. Well, horses were brought over, but no, horses were in North America. Mustangs. Anyway, <laughs> stealing stuff. Um and so yeah, so I think that depending on which tribe he goes to I mean, obviously, if he goes to a peacekeeping tribe, then he's not going to kill, but nobody is going to mess with him. You know? Like, uh, I mean, he, no dice. Not gonna I mean, happen. in a span... He goes into, like, the Apaches or the Comanches. Oh, he is a... Oh, he's he's not unifying because of their belief. He's going over and he is taking over. He's taking over. Yeah. Yeah, he's dictatorship, basically. Yes. Regime. Absolutely. Um, Which... Is also kind of like in Red Sun. Keep coming back to it. Well, you keep. I don't. I mean, I, I follow you now, but yeah. I think it's getting a little redundant at this point. Yeah, you know what? Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, no. He's he's definitely just to see just to see his what he'd wear, the garments he'd be presented, the riches he would have presented to him as a god. Where he would the live. The riches, the women, the, you know, he, every tribe is going to, every chief probably every tribe super, is going to give, you know, their daughter, like, please, yeah. like, you know, we want demigods, you know, yeah. like, things like that. So, yeah, no, he's he's going to, he's absolutely going to do it. Um, but what really is interesting about that, and what I kind of took to heart there, is the fact that... These Native American tribes would ultimately see him as a god. They'd worship him as a god. But how... You say he wouldn't kill. You say maybe he doesn't kill. But also we have the Comanches, the Apaches, who were who prided themselves on their ability to fight and their combat yeah, skill. They worship, they worship their warriors, yeah. right? It was mm-hmm. a very big part of their cultural so, identity. Yes. So he's worshipped as god. He is... Probably has a giant temple for him. Yeah, giant altar, praise gifts. If you were, like, if you like were, X Men Apocalypse, what Apocalypse makes that yeah, temple, the pyramids. Yeah, <laughs> well, yes, but when he makes that, that you know, after all of you, what you built will fall. Yeah, you yeah. know, he, he creates that big, huge, big monument to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're absolutely going to do that. But you know. But also, you, you say that, oh, he might not kill. If you are, from the day you arrive, from your, as a baby, you can't even talk yet. From that moment until you are 16, you are presented in your praise as a god, you are going to treat humans as, like, ants. Inferior, believe, believe. yeah, but, but the thing is, is that 
you know, Native American culture, they respect nature and life energy in, in that so much that he would inevitably take on the role of, you know, the God that they worship, right? So it's, you know, these are gods that, that control rain and, and give food and sustenance and protection, right? Yeah. You, 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 you were raised to protect us. You were raised to, to look out for us and, and respect nature and, mm-hmm. and, and things like So he would have those, those core beliefs, I, I believe, too. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you are presenting him like a pharaoh, right, and, and which, you know, you, are, you answer to no one, you are the you know, living God on earth, you know, kind of thing, which from what I've seen and read about Native American culture, depending on obviously the tribe and, and, and things like that, I mean, the respect and love for for nature and one another is such a core belief and practice that, you know, I believe that he would take that on. And um, now obviously outsiders like Europeans you know he float up and heat vision a big ass line in the sand and say yeah it's us <laughs> you ain't crossing it you ain't cross it you ain't That's... crossing it but here's the thing here's the thing well yeah continue he gets to a certain age right 18 let's say 18 let's say 18 he's already taken over and all they the show America. him his ship and then he learns exactly who he is well, here's the thing, though. We had, back then, there was no, especially landing in North America when Native Americans uh, inhabited, there's no idea of aliens. There's no idea of that. No. He is, thinks, he's going to still think but that he's a god. You have god. to understand, Kryptonian technology, the ship was imbued with a consciousness of his father. Mm-hmm. And it is created to communicate with Kal-El. Mm-hmm. So no matter what language they were speaking or no matter what his understanding of aliens and such was was that, he would truly find out who he was. And his father would probably instill in him his the values that... Which, which you know... No killing. And... Jor-El, Jor-El knew that he wanted Kal-El to be the savior of the world. Mm-hmm. He wanted him to not make the same mistakes that they made on Krypton and, and stuff like that, which, you know, why did Krypton explode? Because they had emptied the entire planet of its natural resources yeah. and the the planet imploded. Yeah. Right? And so that goes along the line. Oh, I've been learning that nature and, 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 and the world and, you know, Mother Earth are to be sacred. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, the people that I just came from. Also, believe, like that, believe they're, they're, a, they're a case in point for what happens. I'm going to go don't. fly over Europe. And if they don't believe this, no, he's not gonna. He's not going to be like, okay, do what I say or don't uh, or die. No. <laughs> he's like, yeah, so you never know. Solar panels, you you freaks, yeah. you know. Or I'm gonna laser vision you. I'm no, heat vision you right in the head. No, no, absolutely not. I think, but yeah, I, you know, I believe. Now, he lands in a. He lands in you know. Central America and Northern South America, and he's a part of a um, you know you know the Aztecs, the Mayans, and stuff like that that had ritual sacrifice and stuff like that. You know, he, that changes a value of life 
drastically. Yeah. Right? And they worship him and they sacrifice humans for him and and they build him up as like a, a god. Do you think he'd be okay with that? You think, he, I mean, being raised on that, he probably would. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, you got to think, like, like uh, you got to think how children are raised in areas that are in war-torn countries and things like yeah. that. They grow up in conflict, and mm-hmm. they know conflict, and they've seen the atrocities mm-hmm. of what con- conflict brings, and it, you know, and it develops and warps their sense of reality to some extent. Obviously, that yeah. doesn't happen to everybody, but, you know, you see this cycle of, of you know, countries that have had that have had war, you know, for thousands of years in their area, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a foreign idea to them, right? And so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I really think that, I, and I want to believe just based off of, of course, wherever he lands, whoever he has to impact him is going to shape who he is. That's just a given. That's a given. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously he falls into a field and the, the only person that's there to find him is some psychopath of that time. Yeah, he's going to have a pretty warped understanding of what... He lands in a field, it's not going to be one person. It's going to be the whole... Well, I don't know. Think about it. Think about nomadic tribes that follow, follow, follow herds the herds. of animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He lands into in a field. That herd doesn't come back and migrate for you know weeks, months at a time. He's just babysitting in there. Now, obviously, he's going to survive. The ship is was designed to maintain life support mm-hmm. for, you know... However long. Yeah, however long it took. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that it's a very interesting thought. I, I think that it would definitely... I mean, obviously, just the time alone. You know, you, you have him land in a different time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that alone. I mean, he lands with the dinosaurs. I mean, he's getting raised in pure survival mode. You know, like, I mean, he's just full primal instinct. Well, let's say he lands lands in, in, when you know dinosaurs dinosaurs roam the earth, right? And he's he, he let's say he's left alone enough to absorb enough yellow sunlight that he starts developing his abilities. Then you know he's what a T Rex eats him, and he just lives in that stomach until he grows old enough to be like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> you know, yeah, punches punches, punches the side of it, right? So I mean, I don't know. You you get you change the time that he lands, and you change his entire development. And I, I like the thought of him landing in, um, you know, North America bef- right before the Let's say like f- ten years before. Before, before what? Before Christopher the, Columbus. Yeah, he land, he lands before. Let's say like I don't want to say ten years. Let's say let's say he lands twenty years. Yeah. Let's say he lands twenty okay. years before the uh, the first Europeans established settlement on the East Coast, right? Yeah. No, he's definitely going to have an impact on. I don't think they survive. They don't. But, <laughs> but I. I also don't think that, I think that he's going to be the first envoy of, to the Europeans. I think that, you know, 20 year old Superman is, 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 you know, those tribes aren't like, oh my God, what, he's these pale, these pale people, you know, like, you know, and uh, like we can offer to trade with them or in some instances like, oh, you know, I don't understand it. Let's, let's, you know, fight him off. No, he's definitely going to tell these people like, hey, yo, chill back there. You guys are human or you guys are mortal, right? I'm not. 
I'm a god. Right? Yeah. I was raised to be a god. I'm gonna go talk to him. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, this is our place. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Don't probably doesn't speak English. Don't unless step, he had don't step out of line. Look, I'm gonna tell you this right now. English or not, this dude floats up, everybody gets the picture. Oh yeah. Everybody's like, don't everybody fuck with gets guy. the picture. Don't fuck with him. <laughs> like, we have we have swords yeah. and he can fly. I'm gonna lay this one down. Yeah. I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm gonna go back. Just like with <laughs> I should have left. Just like with Gotham putting up that beam of light. You know what? I'm going to sit yeah, this one out. I got my dog's birthday. Yeah, like, dog's shit, birthday. left the oven on back in Europe. Yeah. We're going to turn the boat around. <laughs> I, I, sorry, guys. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, man. I know. Can I'm you just call bu- someone? No. I'm such a no. buzzkill. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> I know, but I got to go back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, but he's... Yeah, no. I, yeah, I... I but I mean, real question is: we go back to villains. I mean, obviously, you know, Phantom Zone opens up. Zod comes back. Comes over. back. Well, Zod thought humans as livestock. He thought them as it's like subordinate ants. Ants. Yeah. In which, in some sense, so does Superman. Superman does not see human beings as ants. Not as ants, but he sees them as I'm a god, you're below me. Oh, in this in this in this, in this situation. In this situation. See, I don't think he sees them as below I mean, yeah, he'll probably see them as below him. I mean, I look, I've never thought I was a god, so I can't speak to yeah. the thought of other individuals as you know, le- you know, lesser or anything like that mm-hmm. as beings. Um, so I can't speak to what it must feel like to feel that way. Um, but I definitely think he's going to have, I mean, he's going to, he's not going to, he's never going to see them as someone like him. But I do think that, you know, Zod comes down, he's going to first be like, okay, this is another God, right? This is another person like this is, you know, and I'm sure that the, the people in, in his, in his you know, tribe or the unified tribe would probably be like, welcome another one, right? You must yeah. know our God, right? Like, you know, that kind of thing. And then um, Zod could just let him know. Tell yeah, him but this. Zod is like this general, right? He knows yeah. how to manipulate people. So he would see that this is a very primitive, with regards to their previous planet, Yeah, right? Primitive civilization. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, yeah, I could totally, absolutely manipulate the shit out of these people and manipulate... Super like Kal-El, right? Because he doesn't know who he is. Huh? You know? And but so... that also comes from how he was raised in the this tribe he is a part of, whichever one it is. Yeah. He has these people to, that he calls family. Yeah. So there's always that sense of, hey, maybe these his family that he has in this scenario is against Zod. And then that, therefore... Oh, I mean, I could definitely see it being like if he is a... He first... You know, landed into a tribe that praises strength in in battle and strength in 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 their warriors. I can definitely see them being like fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's time to see who the real deal is. And you know, like, see, Zod has experience as a general and experience in combat. Experience in combat, but so would so would Superman. Well, how do you train? God. They wouldn't train Battle. him to fight. He doesn't need to because he's no. fighting. He's fighting, like you said, it's a cardboard world. He, yeah. it's he's never had a real. I mean, really and truly, when you think about why how Superman was able to defeat Zod in the first place, 
it's not because he was better at combat. It's because he he's more experienced with having these abilities mm-hmm. than Zod was, right? Zod is a new person to this this metabolic uh, sunlight mm. body, right? And he's having to 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 get used to it and develop an understanding of it and know what this power is. Yeah. And you have, you know, Kal-El that's experienced it his whole life. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that it definitely does change change him as a person. That's such an interesting concept. I would love to see... A... I would love to see that, too. I, I would, would love I would to really, see that I would really love to see a rendition of that. Maybe it exists. Maybe. You know, that's the thing with comic books and and writers and... And stuff like that is it, there's so many different renditions of the story, so yeah. many different um, stories that people have told or portrayals of this in so many different forms, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm guaranteeing that somebody out there is listening, being like, "I wrote this. Yeah, I wrote this 20 years ago." Or something I wouldn't like be that. surprised. And if you are that person, send it to us. I would love. I would that. love to read it. I would love, love to see that. Um, I would really appreciate. And you know what? If you do. You know, maybe you get a shout out. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have you on the show. Maybe we'll plug you in. Yeah. Maybe you're gonna be on the next podcast heroes. You know? Well Yeah. Wow. So, this has been an absolute blast. I know. Thank you. You know what? I've really enjoyed this. I, I had a you know, great time. I've I we've we've talked about doing this for, for a long time and you know, we always kind of talked ourselves out of it just because, you know, who who the hell wants to hear us talk about yeah. superheroes for, you know, ad nauseum. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, I really enjoyed this and I think it's really cool that we get to share something that we've been interested in our entire lives, you know, mm-hmm. and something that, you know, we've just out of countless hours of immersive reading watching you know playing just i mean deep diving into these characters i mean like i i think that if there was a master's program or a doctorate in this we would probably have i'd pursue it in a heartbeat not pursue it we probably have already (laughs) gotten it our our certificates in the mail (laughs) we gotta go check that thing so But, you know, I really appreciate you you for having me on. Yeah. And and anytime you ever need another guest to come and talk about I'd this stuff. I'd love to have you back yeah, on. Sure. I'm always, always down. And thanks, everybody, for listening to me. Yeah. We talk a lot. And, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, thanks, thanks for um, tuning in. That is all the time we have for today. Please leave comments, suggestions. If you want us to talk about something, leave in the comments. We'd love to talk about it. We'd love to hear you guys' ideas. Uh, if you have any like hate comments, leave those too, but put your name because we're all we're gonna plug you. And we're gonna, we're gonna plug you in, we're gonna call we're, you we're out. We're gonna call you out. <laughs> we're not one of those people that just, oh, I read a mean comment. No, we will we will we will be like like all right, let's have you on the show. We will be like see what you gotta say. You know, like Kryptonian hater 469 <laughs> says, you guys suck. Well, you know what, Kryptonian hater? That really hurt my feelings. I would like to have you on the show. <laughs> yeah, bring it on, man. But, uh, yeah, leave your comments. Let me know. Let us know uh, what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, or if you have just suggestions for something for, for me to bring into the next uh, topic, next discussion. But I'll see you next time. Out. <laughs>